Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. This is Jenny Allen, and you are listening to the Made for This podcast. Thanks to Athletic Greens for supporting Made for This. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash made for this. So this week, what I'm so excited to share with you was an incredible moment. In fact, my favorite moment at If Gathering this year, my friend David was coming off of several weeks or, or days of, of people coming together in his church and praying. And he shares about that. I remember being backstage with you, David, and you were like, oh, forget what I was going to talk about. I'm going to, I'm going to talk about this. Let's see what happens. Talk about even just going into this talk and this message, what you were feeling. Well, I, I would say that's way out of my comfort zone. Uh, it's uh, this, that's more like Heather told me a lot afterwards she was like francis would be proud of you uh so uh uh, so and i've joked with francis about that but the lord was doing some things in my own heart during that time as a pastor in our church as we had in the week before experienced him moving in a way i had actually never experienced in my life in the local church and uh, just seeing a, a fresh hunger people coming together to seek God and people authentically, honestly, humbly confessing sin in ways I've not seen before and and interceding for another with faith and seeing people come to know Jesus. And, and so I was like fresh off of that coming into IF gathering. And you and I had been talking previously just about, I mean, you'd been out of Asbury and you'd been encouraging me that week and so i i get there i i had a talk that i i'd worked on which i think was i think was a good talk uh and uh Can't wait to hear it. but yeah but i just was like i think i think i want to just share the overflow of what's what's yeah. been happening in a way that i hope would be encouraging for this gathering and and would call people to trust in jesus and uh just yeah, so I went for it. I appreciate your, yeah, encouragement and trust, I guess, in that. Uh, yeah, definitely trust in that. So, yeah, well, I want to follow the leadership of the Spirit in my life. And that sometimes means going with the plan. Right. And with the talk. Right. But I also want to be... it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, it's right. And it didn't, it didn't that night. It was you were following God and I knew it. I, I mean, from the time you gave the opportunity for people to come to Christ, and, and y'all won't be able to see this when you listen to what's coming, a woman just runs down, mm-hmm. runs. Did you see her from the right? Yes, yes, She started yes. the whole thing. And then, of course, many, many others followed. It's been aired and it's continuing to be aired all over the place. It's about to be aired right here, right now for you guys. 
And my prayer is in doing that, that, that if you don't know Jesus, that this would be your moment. So let's listen. Psalm 23, 3, he guides me in paths that are right for his name's sake. For the guys in the back who are running slides and stuff, that's the only part of the manuscript that I gave you that I'm going to use. So uh, I appreciate all the work you did on the slides. I really, I really genuinely do. And, and I'm really... <laughs> I'm not going to use anything else that I gave you. <laughs> I, uh, I just spent the last few minutes behind the stage just praying I, 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 about a, a different direction. And that's not to say, I mean, I, I, it's way out of the box for me. I love planning. But I, I was just, uh, so Psalm 23, he guides us, the sheep, in paths that are right, that are good, for his name's sake. And just meditating on how, how God loves leading his people in ways that show the greatness of his name. He loves leading his people in ways that show his glory. And I just I want to share with you a little bit about uh, how that's played out in my life and our church family this week. After going through a lot of challenges, and I'm not under any illusion that all challenges are past in the church, but so this last Sunday, I, I wrote uh, a, a book that came out this last week. It, I've, I've kind of thought about it. It feels like Radical Version 2, it's, but I, maybe it'll disappoint Jenny and all of you uh, who read it, I, but it really is the overflow of what we have walked through in our lives and as a church. I just, I've talked with so many people who over recent years have been discouraged or disillusioned by so much in the church, divided in the church. And I'm just zealous to say this is, we're created for more than this. We're created for otherworldly beauty in the church and all filled wonder in Jesus and we can experience him. But some things need to change. Like we need to talk about some issues and address those issues. And so this last Sunday, in light of that book coming out, don't hold back. Let's run after Jesus, like I, our elders had said, we want you to kind of hit on, we want to encourage you to hit on some themes in your message. And so that was the plan. But the closer we got to Sunday, I just had this strong sense that, yes, the word for the day was don't hold back, but it wasn't addressing all these different themes. And he, he, the Lord took me to Isaiah 54, where we see that language, don't hold back from all that I'm calling you to. But then in Isaiah 55, we see language just about Come to the waters and drink. Come and eat by wine and milk. Delight yourself in rich food. Incline your ear to me and live. Call on the Lord while he may be found. And I just had this strong sense, like, this is what we need to do. We just need to come to God and call out to God and say, Here's what we don't want to hold back from. We just want more of you. We need more of you. Jenny mentioned earlier what uh, has happened like at Asbury in recent weeks. Jada mentioned it and that picture of student-led, just worship and prayer or multiple days, and confession and repentance. And I told, I told our church family last Sunday, I said, I've 
I mean, all these people driving to Asbury to see what was going on there. I said, I have really good news. Like, we don't have to drive to Asbury. God is here. And we're like meeting with him right now. And we can experience him. So we don't have to go through the motions while they're seeking God. Like, we we can do that right now. We can seek God right here. And so... So I read from Isaiah 54 and 55 and then said, let's, let's just do this. Let's, let's seek him. And just kind of opened up, said, maybe you need to, maybe you need to sing and worship. Maybe you need to pray. Maybe you need to pray alone. Maybe you need to pray with others. Maybe you need to praise. Maybe you need to repent. Maybe you need to confess sin. Maybe you need to come down and just fall on your face before God. I don't know what God's leading you to do. I just want to call you to seek him as the goal. We were just talking about he's the goal. We want him. We want more of God. So let's seek him. And uh, so at our 11 o'clock gathering, um, we usually end no later than 12.30. And that 11 o'clock gathering went till about almost four in the afternoon in a way that I we, we didn't plan. I had told the worship team, hey, I don't know. It might go a little long today. So have a few songs ready. And so... We exhausted every song that band knew, and, uh, and it got close to four. I mean, people just praying, confessing sin, worshiping, repenting, praying for all kinds of things, and at times praying for the nations in different languages. It was, but around, got close to four, and it was like, I, I think, God, I don't want to stop this. If, you're, if you don't want to stop it, like, stop me if I'm just, not supposed to stop it, uh, but I said, I think it's time for us to draw this to a close. So we did, and I was exhausted. And uh, the next morning, I had an opportunity to sleep in a little bit later, and, uh, but, but the only way I can describe it is like a holy nudge, like got me out of bed earlier than I'd planned, and uh, go into my time with the Lord, just start spending time with him, and at the end of that time, Start thinking and praying, just thinking about the day before, and I thought, I wonder if we're just supposed to get back together tonight. Maybe call people to seek God together tonight. I don't know if anybody will come, so I, I reach out to our pastor, a couple other pastors, say, hey, what do you think about this? And they were like, well, why not? Like, if 20 people gather together to seek God, that's awesome. If more, that's awesome. So we, we just put the word out to our church family, hey, come together tonight. We want to seek God together. And a lot more than 20 people showed up on Monday night. And we got together about 7.30. And we just, we didn't have any plan. It was, well, we, I'd say that. We had planned one song at the beginning. We got to start somewhere. And then it was just, and then after that, it just led into time and prayer and confession and repentance and worship. And uh, it, was, it was about... Getting after 10 o'clock, there was so much zeal in the room, and I was like, the only way I think we can stop this now is if I say, we'll try to come back together tomorrow. And so I said that, and they said, all right, we'll come back tomorrow if you'll make it possible. So the next morning, we got together. We sent out the word, all right, we're going to get together again tomorrow night. So we got together Tuesday night from 7.30 to about 10. I was like, okay, I think we might try this again tomorrow. And so we got together Wednesday, and... Uh, by Wednesday night, it was like, no-brainer, we're getting together tomorrow, and last night, got together, and yesterday morning made the call, like, 
We're going we're to take a break and come back together Sunday. Um, <laughs> in my mind, I told Jenny, I'm wrestling like I'm supposed to be in Dallas, but I don't know what, I, yeah, so just wrestling. Through. But all that to say, all that to say, he guides in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. I have seen God in the last few days in a way I've, I've not seen in my life in ministries move by his spirit according to his word in powerful ways. Like we have seen, we've seen people saved come to Christ. We've seen people saved on, on one night that we were praying for the previous night. We have seen We've seen people, we had, we had early, uh, one, at one point we were having time in confession and different people confessing in different ways, just all kinds of things, just obsession with, with image and struggles with body image and, and struggles with, uh, well, certainly idolatry of work, idolatry of possessions and money. And it was in this one point, there was this last guy who was sharing and he just broke down confessing addiction to drinking. And that led all these other former addicts to gather around him and pray for him. And then, and then I just said, this, this kind of thing is like, nobody planned this. And it's like, I'm wondering if there's anybody else in the room who is struggling with addiction that needs that kind of group praying around you. And people start pouring down. Like, this is not just average Sunday morning crowd. This is the prayer gathering. This is the people who came to the prayer gathering. And they're coming down saying, I'm addicted to, and so we're praying over each other. And addiction, praying over people. We had times where we were praying over people struggling with depression, suicidal thoughts. There was one, one person who uh, was literally going to, they said they were going to kill themselves that day. Friend came over, got them, and they came to the prayer gathering that night. We prayed over them for healing and encouragement and now beginning a process walking with them, uh, praying over marriages for healing and so many different Ways I wish you, you, you could hear some of the some of our teenagers and young adults like speaking like I don't know different people have different theological backgrounds I'll just call it spirit prompted speech not at the level of God's word not at the level of God's word but spirit prompted speech over their peers that I'm just sitting there and not just over their peers about anxiety depression different things that were for our whole church family and I'm just sitting there stunned with a microphone. As, as they're sharing, and then uh, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you one story. Uh, I've already told you a bunch of stories, but, well, but this is like a little more detailed story. So um, let's see, Wednesday night. Wednesday night we were praying. Uh, so a couple had shared just about God's healing of their marriage and uh, through a lot of different, I mean, they, they'd been married 30 plus years and then they were talking about divorce for the first time. And so God brought them back together to him and to each other and uh, as they shared, that led to praying for marriages. And then I asked this couple that I had heard had, uh, they work with marriage, uh, couples in marriage as well, uh, like restoring marriage, and they had led somebody to Jesus on Tuesday night. And so I asked them to come up and just share about what had happened. Well, as he's sharing, it's kind of a long story, and, but the, at the beginning of it, it, it's like, this is a long story, but uh, <laughs> it's like, you're one to talk. So, um, but he's, he's sharing about how he had texted his friends and, uh, and said, this group of guys, and had said, uh, first question, do you have a, an intimate personal relationship with God through Jesus? That's what he had texted these guys. And this one guy texted him back and said, no, I don't. And so they got together, prayed. He trusted in Jesus on Tuesday night. Well, he's sharing that. Well, I was planning on, I mean, I, again, none of this was planned. So I was planning on going a different direction until I heard that. And then I thought, wait a second. I think we need to ask that question in this room. And it was like 9.45 at night. 
And inside I start thinking, it's 9.45 at a prayer gathering. Like everybody here is a follower of Jesus. You don't, you don't come to a prayer gathering at 9.45. But then I, inside I'm like, well, where does it say that in the Bible? Like, <laughs> everyone who goes to prayer gatherings at 9.45 shall be saved. Like it's not there. So, so I'm like, okay, all right. So I just said, all right, I, I, I just want to ask in this room, do you have a personal relationship with God through Jesus? And if the answer to that question is not yes, or maybe, maybe if, if you would say that, that may have been true at one point in time, but that was a long time ago and a lot's happened since then. So if that's you, I said, I want to invite you. They're sitting down like this in this room. They're, I said, I want to invite you to get up from where you are and come down to the front. I said, I know that's bold, but do you want intimate personal relationship with God through Jesus? And we had talked about Luke 15, God the seeking father, just coming to him. And uh, so I said, anybody? And it's one of those moments like nobody starts moving. And it's like, okay, maybe that wasn't from the spirit. Like, I don't know. And then, and then this guy over here in his 20s, he stands up. He runs down to the front. And his grandmother's on the other side of the room. She runs down. Then somebody else, then somebody else, and somebody else. And people just start coming down to the front. And front full of people were praying over them. And, and then I find out that, so Victoria, I think she's 21. So she's sharing on Thursday night because, so see if you can follow this. Uh, <laughs> Victoria, so this was last night, is sharing. I didn't know this part of the story. So Victoria, on t- or, or some of the parts of the story, I didn't know. They were surprised to me. Um, on Tuesday night, we had had a time where we were celebrating. There was a 92-year-old woman on uh, Sunday who had been baptized, 92. And it was just like encouragement for all the people in the room who's they're praying for their parents' salvation. It was like, don't give up. And so we asked people who have uh, parents who are not saved, that are on your heart, stand up, and we're going to gather around you. We're going to pray with you for your parents. And so we did that. So Victoria did that on Tuesday night, praying for her mom. Well, Wednesday night... She was inviting her mom to come. And her mom wasn't going to come until her, her mom's atheist husband said, you should go. <laughs> okay? So the atheist husband says, go. So she goes. And so she comes late. And she comes. And Victoria realizes she's there when this guy's sharing about the text that he sent. And Victoria said, I started praying that you would give an invitation for people to trust in Jesus and invite them to come down to the front. I'm like, Victoria, you were praying that? And she said, I was praying that. And so you did. And, and people start coming down to the front. And you'll never guess who came down to the front. Victoria's mom came down to the front. <laughs> who planned that? Nobody got together behind stage like, all right, let's do this. This is going to be an awesome service. We're going to do this. Like, no, God did that. What happens when we seek God? In so many different ways when we say we're not going to go through the motions. Not that not the normal means of grace are not glorious. They are. Like just daily Bible reading, prayer, so many different things that we do, but the purpose in all of it is to meet with God, 
to taste and see God, like more and more and more of God. Do we want more of him? Is he really the goal that this is all about? Or is he just a means to an end for us? Is he just a means to an end? Like where we do all this stuff so that we feel better, so we have this, so we have that. Do we really want God? We want to thank Athletic Greens for their support, and they are offering you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase when you go to athleticgreens.com slash made for this. You know, this last week, I got an email newsletter from a friend of mine named Laura who sends out this newsletter of like all her favorite things that she's liking, things she's reading. And in the email, it said, I've started drinking Athletic Greens and no kidding, like I have more energy in the last six months than I've had in years. AG1 is a really great bang for my buck because it replaces a lot of my other supplements and it puts it all into one scoop of powder. In every scoop of AG1, there are 75 vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients. When I don't take it, I notice a difference. I just went to Uganda. We told you guys about that. Probably I stopped taking it halfway through because we were trapped, like kind of in and out of some rural places and noticed a huge difference. Let's put it that way. <laughs> when I got back to the States, started taking it again and instantly noticed that my stomach felt less bloated. I had more energy and clarity. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash made for this. That's athleticgreens.com slash made for this. Check it out. I've just been so overwhelmed in my own life as we've walked through all these different things this week. I'm sitting here, we, I've got, we, we got Anne out here holding a sheep. <laughs> and this picture of Jesus as our shepherd, we got shepherd guy who's, <laughs> who's sharing like straight truth about what it means to love sheep. And he's, he's not a perfect shepherd. He's, we're talking about the perfect shepherd of our souls. And I'm just thinking, let's seek him. Let's call out to him. There are so many needs in this room in our lives. I mean, I was just sharing some of the overflow of things in my own heart. But I, I look around this room, I think about all the different people in all the different places and all the things you're walking through right now. And God sees it all. And he loves you. He's, he's the shepherd who's brought you here to give you this invitation. Come to the waters and drink. Come, seek me, incline your ear to me and live. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on the Lord while he is near. He's near now. Not somewhere else in this room and all the 3,000 places we're gathered. He's near right now. So do we want to seek him? And I just want I, I to provide opportunity for whatever that needs to look like at 3,500 different places. And I certainly don't want to say exactly what that should look like. I just want to invite you. 
Like, what do you need to repent of? Let's not, let's not play games. Let's just not come into a weekend, go to a conference, kind of go into the next day, what's going to be like, and we're just not being honest about sin that we're holding on to in our hearts. Not pour out our, our burdens to our God who's able to handle them and heal and restore and forgive. And it's the beauty in Isaiah 55, for he's full of compassion and he will abundantly pardon. And this is amnesty night. <laughs> like you get freedom from all your sins that you confess to God tonight. Because of Jesus, because of our good shepherd, he's laid down his life for us. He's laid down his life for his sheep. He's laid down his life to make it possible for you and I to know God in all of his glory. And so I just want to encourage, I don't presume to know what that looks like in this room, 3,500 other places, but what does repentance need to look like where you're gathered right now? What is confession need to look like? What does intercession need to look like? What does worship need to look like? You don't have to have a, a band to worship. So what does that need to look like? I don't know what it looks like in all these places, but I, as best as I can tell, know one thing. God, in this moment, I believe, is inviting some people to follow him as shepherd for the first time in your life. Or maybe for the first time in a long time. So could I just ask you the question, right where you're sitting, could I just ask you the question wherever you are right now? Do you have an intimate personal relationship with God through Jesus? Do you actually know Jesus as your shepherd, as the shepherd of your life? And some of you have never put your faith in Jesus as the shepherd of your life, to lead your life, to save you from your sins and lead your life. And right now, in this holy moment, he is opening the gate. And he is saying, there is abundance waiting for you. There is safety and security in this pasture that will last forever for you. There is forgiveness. There is joy. There is hope that nothing in this world can steal from you in this pasture. You can trust this shepherd. I want to invite you to follow him as shepherd or for some of you who would say, I, I knew Jesus, an intimate relationship with God through Jesus at some point, but that was a long time ago and a lot's happened since then. And God, his love for you, has brought you to the place where you are right now to come back to him as your shepherd. So here's what I'm going to do. And this is real bold in a room like this. And I know it's maybe even more bold in a dorm room or apartment or just a smaller group. 
But in just a moment, I'm going to ask you, in this room and in any place that's like an auditorium, church building, any place that would be appropriate to do this, I'm going to ask you if you would say, I want to follow Jesus as my shepherd. If it's for the first time or for the first time in a long time, I'm going to ask you to stand up from where you are and walk down to the front here. And in this room that I promise will cheer you on every step of the way when you do, I'm going to invite you. People are already starting to come. People are already starting to come. So you come on down and then others in smaller places just stand up where you are. So in this room, who needs to come? Who needs to come down? You cheer new sisters in Christ, restored sisters in Christ on. In places where you're gathered right now, just stand up. You've got a whole room in here cheering for you. Just stand up where you are in that room, in that dorm room, in that apartment. Just stand up where you are and say, tonight is the night, this is the moment I'm putting my trust in Jesus. Who else? Who else would say, I want to follow Jesus as my shepherd. I want to be restored to Jesus as my shepherd. Like, don't hold back. Do not hold back from what God is speaking to you right now. He loves you. Still coming from up top. He loves you. He's inviting you right now. Feel free. Ask a friend to come with you. Ask a friend to say, hey, will you go down there with me? Will you stand with me? Who else? Standing up wherever you are, in the rooms you're in, in a way nobody had planned coming into tonight. Let's keep encouraging people as they're coming. You keep encouraging. Let's not stop. We're not stopping encouraging people as they're coming down. Who else? Who else? People still coming down. Anybody else need to stand where you are? Say, tonight I'm trusting Jesus is the shepherd of my life. Lay down his life for my life to lead me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Praise God, he does what can only be attributed to his hand, his glory. Who else? People still come. Anybody who I just keep encouraging them as they come. Stepping out. Not stop. Praise God for your courage. He runs toward you. He calls your name. You're hearing his voice right now. Respond to his name, calling out to you. Praise God. Praise God. Keep keep encouraging. Like, don't stop. Every single one of these coming down. Folks still coming, like we're not gonna stop encouraging until the Spirit stops leading people to come. I don't know what's happening at different places. I hope at the least you're encouraged about what God's doing in so many different places, but anybody need to stand where you are. (laughs) 
Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. And the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. He loves you. And he promises to satisfy your soul in his pastures forever. God, we praise you. We give you glory, honor, and praise for leading us in paths that resound to the glory of your name. We praise you for what you've done in the hearts of women all across this room standing here at the front and in so many other places right now. God, that we trust you're moving in. We pray for them, for all of them who are saying for the first time tonight to you, I trust in you, Jesus. Save me from my sin. Be the Lord of my life. We praise you for your word that says everyone who calls on your name will be saved. When we confess with our mouth, Jesus is Lord. Believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead. We will be saved. We praise you for salvation. It's found in no one else. There is no other name under heaven whereby we can be saved. You save for your name's sake. And we just, we pray for all those who are trusting in you for the first time that they would know the safety and security that are found in your arms as a sheep in a shepherd's arms forever. And God, we praise you for those you are restoring to yourself. We praise you for not giving up on your sheep, for not letting your sheep continue to wander. We praise you for not letting anyone, anything snatch your sheep out of your hand, for your continual loving pursuit of us, even when we wander from you. All glory be to your name, that your capacity to forgive is greater than our capacity to sin, that we cannot outrun your grace and mercy following us. All glory be to your name. And God, we pray all of our hearts. I just want to say on behalf of all of us, who know you as your sheep. We want to know you more. We want to see more of you. You're the goal of our lives. You're the goal. You're the one we want. And we want to see more and more and more of your glory. We want to see more and more of your power and your love. We want to trust you more. We want to love you more with all our heart and all our soul and all our mind and all our strength. So we pray, draw us into deeper intimacy with you and do what is necessary in us, in our midst, even this weekend, in all the places where we're gathered, to confess, to repent, to be honest with you, to confess our sins to one another, James 5, so that we may be healed. God, we pray you would help us to seek you truly, wholeheartedly, and we trust that when we do, we will see 
know and experience you in all of your glory, that you delight in those who seek after you. You told your people in Jeremiah, you'll seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. So we come to you based on the blood of Jesus who makes access into the throne room of grace possible. We seek you tonight and pray that you would have your way among us in all of these gatherings, no matter what that means. In Jesus' name, we pray. And all God's people said, hard to capture what we were all feeling at the end of that talk. So maybe just David, why don't you just speak to the person that if you're, if you're listening to that right now in your car or wherever you are, like, I just want to give you the opportunity. You can pray that right now. Just give them kind of a, let's do that and close it that way. As you're listening to that and processing through that on your own life, I just want to encourage you. I don't think the spirit of God was moving in that moment just for that night. I believe the Spirit of God was moving in that moment in a way that leads to this moment in your own heart. And I just want to encourage you that the God of the universe right now is pursuing you. It's speaking to your heart. If, if you know Jesus and are in relationship with God through Jesus to remind you of the vitality of his spirit in you and the depth of his love for you. And I hope you're encouraged to walk with Jesus and the leadership of his spirit in your life, like right now, like flowing from this moment. And I'm not going to assume that everybody listening to this actually has authentic biblical faith in Jesus. Some of you maybe know you've never trusted in Jesus, or maybe you're listening to this right now and you're realizing, okay, I've gone through the motions in my own life, but I don't really have a relationship with God through Jesus. And I just want to encourage you, like now is the time. This is the moment God's Spirit's speaking to your heart. I just encourage you to respond to him, to say in faith, I trust you as the Savior and Lord of my life. I want an intimate relationship with you, God. You express that to him through faith in Jesus, his life, his death, his resurrection for you, then you enter into a life that will never end of intimacy with God. I pray that might be so maybe for the first time in this moment, or maybe for the first time in a long time. Hey, did you know that you can text Jenny and I, and we actually read your text messages and we try to respond as many as we can, but it is just like such a fun way for especially you guys, our podcast fam, to ask questions. We send out ideas and stuff for you guys all the time to vote on. So we really consider our, what we call texties, our inner circle of the podcast. If you want to join, get out your phone. You're going to type the word podcast in the message part to the number 
225-6267. We'll see you next time for another episode of the Made For This podcast.